Welcome to the family with Mike, quote, Stretch Gelfand. And Andy Brampernard. Quote, Stretch. Yeah, I just thought I'd, just thought I'd ham it up a little. I decided to go that route. Now, i got to ask you guys a question right out of the box here because there are some headlines I just saw. It's the sickest day of the year when we're most likely to skip work. Today is the day that most people take off. They skip work. Really? Today, you mean like of, of all the days of the year? August 24th, for some uh, reason, they take more sick days. More people take a sick day today than any other day of the year. I've always been told that sick days were most common in the winter. That's what I thought. I guess not, because yeah. this is the opposite of winter. I would have thought it would just be... It would just be a Friday so people could have the three-day weekend. You'd think. Well, it's a Friday one-seventh of the time, yeah. August 24th. Not enough. And a Monday, so you could do the Friday or Monday. Or the Monday. Yeah, you could do Especially that. Especially if you're, like, hungover mm-hmm. or, you know, just Well, so wait, are you saying out? day of the week or August 24th in particular? They said, well, let me click on the story to make sure I am reporting this properly. Uh, if it's oddly quiet at work, here's why. A study found today is the sickest day of the year, one we're most likely to skip out on work. A company that tracks sick days looked at five years' worth of data, and more people call in sick on August 24th than any other day. Huh. Hmm. So it is today. And That's I wonder why odd. that, why, well, particularly on a Thursday. Now, next year, it'll be on a Friday. Yep. So next year you could see people doing that, but why on a Thursday? Well, and I could I could see it if it was the day before the Labor Day holiday weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So that it's, would make sense. It's one week before the day before. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah so I don't hmm. get that. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. But uh, what are you going to do? It's always a good day to say you're sick. I suppose. Unless you're Add sick. Add one more day to the whole uh, the whole. Days off. What I really hate is when you call in and you say you're sick and you're not, and then you get sick. Yeah, that would not be good. Because then you start believing in things like, you know, oh, it's God punishing me. No, it's really not. Uh, I, like I fact, God singled me <laughs> right, out. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure. I, God took all the time in the world to single you out. I was the only survivor of the plane crash, and that's because God has a plan for me. Yeah, that's well, right. Well, so he yeah. had a plan for everyone else to kill them? <laughs> I don't get that. Well, because he didn't have a plan for them, so it's like, you know, expendable. I know. I know what you're saying there. Now, these, there's a line of... So, oh, Andy, would you put the screen up for me, please? All right. Thank you very much. A high-speed chase in L.A. on Tuesday ended with a suspect crashing into a sheriff's inmate bus. The driver jumped out and was arrested. There were no inmates on the bus at the time. <laughs> Did he think he was going to rescue somebody on the inmate bus? Is that what he thought? Sounds like it. I, I, I don't know. Yes. I don't really understand that. A third grade teacher in Oklahoma. This is under the heading. These are these one-line stories are all under the heading of stupid plus. Plus. Well. Yeah. Not wait, just stupid, but stupid when plus. When I think of third grade in Oklahoma, that's what I think of instantly. Stupid plus? But not the teacher. Particularly the teacher? No, no. no. I, I, think, I think probably at least half the teachers are competent. At least half? Wow, well, it's, look, it's Oklahoma where teachers get paid like 18000 a year. Well, i got to be honest with you. you know, we could talk about this. I've never talked about this publicly, I don't think. Uh, maybe I mentioned it one time or another, but I don't think I've ever talked about it. I cannot think of through kindergarten, through Catholic school, through public school for ninth grade and through, you know, like I said, I left in the middle of the 11th year and just went to homeroom i cannot think of one teacher i ever had that i liked you've definitely <laughs> talked about this publicly 
I, I thought yeah. I did, but I wasn't sure about that. But I just, I I never cared for any of my teachers. It's like, well, first of all, like I said, most of them had no idea what the hell they were talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you realize that if you can function at all, even though you're just a young kid going to school and all the rest of it, it's like, well, that's not true. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and plus if you're born just not liking authority anyway, which I certainly was. Yeah, me too. And you too. So, so that kind of exacerbates it. I was very lucky in high school. I mean, I, I didn't do well in high school. But I had certain teachers who I really liked. And, but we had teachers. I went to university high school, now defunct, but it was on the campus. And most of our teachers were going for their master's degrees or more. And they were young and they were idealistic. They weren't burned out. Oh, see, that'd be good. So a lot of them were kind of fun to be around. Yeah, I didn't. It was not fun for me. Yeah, no, I didn't be honest see that. With you. Yeah. No, Joe figured out why everyone's taking off work. Why? It's National Coconut Week. Oh, yes. Oh, well, well, that yes. explains it. you got to make room for those coconuts. Yes, you do, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, that's, that's exactly what you If you, you don't do. tend to your coconuts, you know, they just go away. You know, I was just thinking about that, you know, not liking school or liking school or all the rest of it. What was the name of that religion again? Nexium, I think it's called. Uh, yeah. It is called, it is called Nexium. Yeah. The leader of Nexium claimed to have an IQ of 272. <laughs> On a scale of of zero to one eighty, <laughs> exactly zero to one eighty. Mm. But he's at two seventy two. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think the highest IQ ever was was uh, what's her name? Came Marilyn like, Von Savant. Marilyn Voss Savant. Yeah. Voss Savant. Wasn't that? It was pretty close to two hundred. I think. I'm trying to remember the exact story, but I, I remember Mickey Rivers. Remember Mickey? Rivers? Oh, sure. Little left-handed guy. Mm-hmm. After every pitch, he'd he'd look like he just hurt himself, and he'd come hobbling around. Oh yes. Oh, and then yeah. he'd lay down a butt and get down to first base <laughs> in three point four seconds. He was fast. And so someone said to him, uh, "You know, true. you know, Mickey uh, uh, Reggie Jackson has an IQ of hundred and forty-five." And Mickey Rivers said, "Yeah, compared to what?" <laughs> <laughs> I do remember yeah. that too. Plus 145, so what? Big deal. Who cares? I don't know. I don't even, I know nothing about that, that IQ scale. No, I don't think anybody does, actually. No, I think I, that's absolutely true. Um, now, I do want to run this by both of you guys because I'm looking at it and I would say I might have to start going back to White Castle. Hmm, White Castle. Oh, I'm telling you, Andy, if you saw it. I've been away too long. Yeah, you've been, it's been too long. Well, I, th- I think I had a White Castle. I think I had one slider in my 40th birthday. It was pretty much a drinking cuisine, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, but if you wanted to really see the, the White Castle scene in action, you had to be at, at Blaisdell and Lake Street at 1 a.m. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> used to be down there all the time. Oh, yeah. No, I, I will never forget my buddy Greg Osham. Brand new, because I met him up when I was working up in uh, Fargo. Mm-hmm. And then he came down to work in the Twin Cities after I returned here. And he wanted to go to White Castle. So we went to the one on Blaisdell and Lake Street, the one you're talking about. Yep. I dropped him off. I said, just go in and place our order, and then I'll park, and then I'll come in and get you. I walk in, and there are three young uh, urban dazzlers mm-hmm. surrounding him. And they're all trying his jacket on. And I'm like... You are new in town. I went, give me that jacket. So one of the guys, he goes, it's not your jacket. It's his jacket. I said, I gave him the jacket, which was a lie. I didn't give him the jacket. Mm-hmm. But he was naive enough to think that giving his jacket to someone else, he might someday get it back. Yeah. 
There was never, if I hadn't taken that jacket away from that guy, he would have never gotten it back. No. But, but that stuff used to happen at that Blaisdell White Castle all the time. Oh, I, I, could, I could see that, especially at 1 a.m. On a, on a Sunday morning. Oh, God. That was the spot, though. And they, you want to talk about some drunk bastards ordering food. Oh, yeah. Uh, new, uh, midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, oh God. Can I even name the last time I had White Castle? It's been at been least, time. least 10 years minimum. Yeah. Me too. Well, I knew when I had the, the one slider for my 40th birthday that I would never have another one. That was and it. it wasn't because I don't like him. It's just no. you reach a certain point and you just can't do that anymore. Yeah. What about the Crave case? What yeah. are you going to do about that? <laughs> case. The crepe. Wasn't that like 24 hamburgers? I yeah, something like so. that. And you could buy, <laughs> you don't see them in the freezer section of the store anymore. No, I, I haven't looked oh, yeah, for them. Oh, that's I, right. Yeah, they used to be in the freezer sure, section. Sure, you took them home, you microwaved them, they were as good it's as new. 20 sliders and four small fries. So it is a 24-pack. There you go. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you know, I mean, it's great for like a poker game, right? Right. Except okay. you go home yeah, smelling like, like Castle Hamburgers and... There was a guy we played poker with back in the day. I can't remember where he was from. I think he was from Montana, but I'm not sure of that. He would come and play poker with us, and he'd always bring a bag of White Castles. And he would also bring bottled beer with the long neck bottle. Mm -hmm. And before each beer, he would fill up the rest of the neck with Everclear. Mm -hmm. One point, what is it, uh, 190 proof? 190 proof. It depends. I mean, there's two types. There's 175 and 195. 175. Yeah. Not just one that is 75. It's 175 and 195. Right. Well, I used, to, I used to like is, Ron Rico 151 or was yeah, it 151? Yeah, 151. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, I used to like that. Oh, guy burns my throat. That was in the days horribly. when I was really depressed and I was in high school. And I figured that all I had to do was get addicted to alcohol, and that would save me. Uh, like I, it would solve all my problems. Well, you die young. Yeah, that's yeah, for there sure. There you go. Yeah. You wouldn't have any problems. It wasn't very clear thinking there. on my part. No. A crave case is thirty burgers. We're, thirty burgers. We were thinking of a crave clutch. Oh, crave <laughs> clutch. That's totally different. Come on, Tom. Yes. Yeah. Come on, Tom. Pay attention. By the way, when you were talking about White Castle, it, this occurred to me. He's got his White Castle T-shirt yeah. on, Andy. His well, blue White that. Castle T-shirt. White look at that. Castle. White Castle, baby. It's what you crave. It's a great T-shirt, too. Oh, I'm sure I'm it is. I'm pretty sure I must have gotten it uh, from from the uh, old radio station. Oh, I'm sure that's You know how people yeah. would bring in sweatshirts and T-shirts right. and things? I think I grabbed a couple, because I do have two. And, um, yeah, I still wear them to this day. I don't eat the burgers, but I still I still wear this, the T-shirts. You know, if you're looking for an excuse... To uh, cycle your wardrobe, mm -hmm. I recommend feeding a toddler. Yeah, exactly. Your <laughs> shirts will be your... ruined instantly. Oh yeah, oh yes. Yeah, I do happen. remember that. We have a pile of clothes in the corner of our bedroom. It's just all ruined clothes, basically. Yep. Because of vomit or whatever. No, they just you know you give them food. They'll eat it with their hands, and then they'll come and touch your clothes, and there you go, stained. And you can't wash it. <laughs> Not always. It depends on the food. It depends on the food. It depends on the shirt. Yeah. Nope. Oh, there's also a Crave Crate, Joe has informed me. <laughs> What's the crate? The crate is 100 burgers. 100 burgers. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was what they used to carry you out of the place. Yeah, yeah exactly. Really. That's the Crave Gurney. Uh, this is the reason I brought up White Castle in the first place. White Castle set to launch new French toast sliders and new cheddar cheese rings mm. on August 28th. 
that which is only well. four days away. Mm. So Monday they're going to do that, huh? Do you really need cheese with a slider? I thought they came yeah. with cheese. Well, no, it's oh yeah, it's like a some sort of onion yeah, it's medley, the, it's right? The onions, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I guess it's really you all, can get it's them all with about cheese, the, though. The onions. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to take anything away from the beef, there is a seven-eighths of an ounce of, of beef there. Yeah, about it. that's probably yeah. about right. So that's why you, you, you have to eat six or seven. But all you have to remember, I'm looking at the new French toast slider. Mm-hmm. You can get it with bacon, egg, uh, and it, but it is French toast. It's not the bun. It is French toast. Yeah. So it's a big hole. It sounds good to me. I haven't had one, but yeah. I mean, it sounds like it'd be good, doesn't it? People are always going to go for the sliders. All the other stuff is just ephemera. I did mm-hmm. used to love going to White Castle. But again, that was back in the days oh, when yeah. I was much younger and I drank alcohol. So there you have it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I would have five, six of them, right? That's about right, don't you think? Well, for you, it might be seven or eight. Yeah, it's not five or six. You're a little bit bigger it. than me. Yeah, but that would have done it. I yeah. Mean, yeah. When I was a teenager, I probably could have eaten a dozen. Yeah. Probably. Probably true. So we didn't talk about it much, but uh, the uh, there will be no Democrat debate because nobody's gonna gonna. I don't think anybody's gonna come up against Biden. Do you think? And even if they do, he's not gonna debate. There's him. no reason to run against the incumbent, really. No, there really is. Or primary but, against him because there's no reason for him yeah. to to uh, debate you. Well, you know, Dean Phillips kind of floated the idea. That's right, he did. Yeah, and I think he was universally uh, despised after that. <laughs> Was he really? Probably within both parties. <laughs> Maybe that was a bad move. Why were they so pissed? Like, just because he wants to run for president, I, so what? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me either. No. I, you know, I don't know Dean very well. I've met him a couple of times. I don't know him, but he'd probably uh, be a better candidate. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate someone because they want to run for president. Well, you what know, the hell? maybe he's just kind of putting his name out there in case Biden decides not to run. You think that might be it? It could well be it. Yeah. Well, he I might think he's, decide he's, not to run. What? He might decide not oh, to run. Well, it's always a possibility. It's always a possibility. I mean, yeah. the guy is elderly. <clears throat> not that that's any big deal because they're both elderly. Mm-hmm. But, but um, yeah, I mean, he might figure out, I had four good years. I always wanted to be president. Yeah. Now I'm an old doddering fool. And, uh, yeah, for the sake of the party, I mean, it would, it would help the party. I, well, of course, it all depends on who ran instead of him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, they, they say that Joe Biden announced at his 16th birthday party that he was going to be president someday. Yeah, well, I did, too. Yeah, so you did. Thing. Every so, kid you know. says they're going to become president one I day. I never wanted to be president of the United States. So I, yeah, you probably did when you were eight. Yeah, maybe. You, didn't know. you might be right well, about you know, it. Well, you know, my most memorable moment, one of the few when I was in grade school, grade school was a joke. Um, yes. And uh, Didn't learn a lot? Not a lot, no. no you, if you, you right. either learned at home or you didn't learn. Right, that's true. Um, but... Um, the, the moment I remember the most is when I was in kindergarten, Grove and Park Elementary, mm-hmm. Cleveland Avenue in St. Clair. Sure. And uh, the— uh, and Great burger place there, by yeah, the way. Really? Oh, right oh I know what you're talking about, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the only, uh, the only moment I really remember is when we stood in the—they brought us out to the playground— and it went because Dwight D. Eisenhower's motorcade was coming. Oh, by. coming through. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. I just remember that, but I probably can't remember more than three or four other things. No, so, Not until I was in fifth grade. And then we had a teacher who was under the age of 70. 
Oh, you did? It took, it took to fifth grade to do that, yeah. You know what's so great about that is you'd watch Leave it to Beaver and all his teachers were like 21. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful young women. Well, and, and the thing is, it doesn't hit you at the time. It, it really only occurred to me like maybe 10 years ago, wait a minute. This was, grade school was a post-World War II experience. That's correct. And so, and, and all the teachers, they'd been there since before World mm-hmm. War II. And a lot of the teachers, you know, some of them went into the military. Certainly, all the men did. So there were no, there was only one man in the whole in the whole school at Groven Park Elementary. And there were a lot of kids who went to that God. school. There was one man, and his only well, he had two jobs. One was to physically assault people. Oh, he liked to hit people. Well, it was his job. The enforcer. Nice. Was, yeah, he was the enforcer. And uh, and then the, so he and then his other thing was he taught. He taught shop to the seventh grade boys because kindergarten, because grade school at Grove and Park at that time in the St. Paul school system went to seventh. I grade. didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never knew. I thought it was because well, it was six in Minneapolis. Yeah, right. Exactly. The sixth grade, and then you seven was the first year of junior high. So I think my parents figured, you know what? <clears throat> we don't really think he'll do well in shop class. <laughs> you and me both. So instead, they moved me over to University High School, which went from seventh grade to twelfth. And I failed shop class there. I would have done the same. Yeah. Although I did see something really cool in shop class over at Jordan Junior High School, which is no longer there. Mm -hmm. It's been torn down, like every school I've ever gone to, other than St. Anne's, I think. My high school, North High School, was torn down. It's a new high school. That's right, yeah. They tore down Jordan Junior High School. Yeah, literally, the only school that I went to that's still, well, there are two. I went to kindergarten at Emerson down on 1200 Spruce Place, mm-hmm. Emerson School. So that's still yeah, standing. Yeah, still there, yeah. And St. Anne's, I went to 7th and 8th grade up on 26th and Queen, mm-hmm. and that's still there. But now I think it's a, I think it might be a Vietnamese church or something. I, I, I don't know. I think it's something like that. So I don't yeah. know what the deal is. But yeah, most of them been torn yeah. down. Yeah, Groveland Park is still there. <clears throat> I'm still pissed off because this is kind of a, well, not really a Groveland Park reference, but close enough. Why did they close the St. Clair broiler? Yeah, I know. I'm that's still a, pissed off to this day. When that did they was, close it? Like last year, that I think. That was a great did place. They? Oh, it was a great place. Andy, look it up. Make sure that it's closed. St. Clair broiler. I uh, love that place. Well, love it. Like, a lot of places closed. Yeah, maybe. 2017, actually. Well, that closed no, six years ago? <laughs> yeah. That uh, closed six years ago. Yeah, it got new owners oh, in 2020, God. which... Not a great time to... to no, that's not, not the not time you wanted time to, to go into ones. the restaurant business. No. But no, now... No. It's gone. Now there's like 20 new restaurants a week open. Yeah, a lot of restaurants are opening now again. Why is that? You know I about the restaurant I, business. I wouldn't do it, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Particularly in a downtown setting. Well, no. yeah. I mean, it's just really... It, those restaurants are just getting killed. I think they even closed the Dairy Queen on the Skyway. They did. I think you're right about yeah. that. I think you're absolutely right about that. They closed the one on Snelling. I know that much. They closed a hell of a lot of them. Yeah. Dairy Queen's kind of out. It's it's. You, it's there's only a few left, I it's think. It's not as much Dairy Queen as it is Warren Buffett, though. You think that's what it is? Oh, they yeah. won't go because yeah, of Warren like Buffett? The... No, it's it's because Warren Buffett isn't making enough money off them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, he's you selling know them all, I know. Yeah. He's you know, the kind guy who, he is, uh, yeah. you know, I'm going to buy Dairy Queen because I have such fond memories. Fond, fond memories, and that's what he And now he has said. fond memories of closing half of them. <laughs> and, the, and for him, those are all. the really fond memories. Well, all the money. 
Yeah, all the money. You know, he he figured out the land was worth more than the restaurant. Yeah, he did. So he just sold off the land. And so the ones that are left, a lot of them are just the ones that are in the wedge of parking lots. Like the one on 77th and Highway 100. Yeah, like the one on uh, in 66th Street in Richfield. Yeah. Like the like a lot of them, you could go on and on. They're the ones, the the the, the grill and chill ones. The grill yep. and chill. No, yeah. no, that's that. I forgot about that land is worth more. I suppose it is. That's especially that's if it's in bad. a place like Edina. Oh God, yes. Oh, absolutely. So no the one that, that the one in Edina did great business, but it didn't matter. The land was worth more. Mm-hmm. Was it Tippy Hedren that grew up on on the sunny side over there in Edina? Was Tippy Hedren probably it? because I went to school with Eric Hedren, who was a a relative. Yeah. Yeah, and she, I. I Beautiful, those houses along that, that oh my God. beautiful homes, right? And she was telling me one day, this is years ago on the KQ Morning Show. She said, Tom, you know what's amazing about that? I was in town and I drove by our old house mm-hmm. and it was for sale. So I looked up to see how much it was for sale for. It was over a million dollars. We sold that house for seventeen thousand sure. dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god!" And now, now, like, if if you're Ooh. if you live in that area, and you've got one of these really nice sort of cottagey, two and a half bedroom houses, yes, um, and someone's going to come along, and they're going to pay you twice what it's worth, and then they're going to build like a ten story house. Yep. Oh, there's a lot of that going on. Oh, it's all over that, that in that area. Everything, yeah. Well, there's a lot of places. The only way left to build is up. All right. You can't build out. Yeah. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. 
So I'm looking at 1580 St. Clair Avenue here on Google Street Maps or whatever, mm -hmm. Street View. And one thing you can do on that is you can go back and look at the uh, Street View pictures from previous years. Oh, really? Really? How do you do that? Um, if you just go to a place on Street View and then you hit um, See More Dates, you ah. can uh, click them. Okay. So you get about one a year. So t November 2017th, there's the St. Clair broiler sign. Mm -hmm. September 28th, it is, or 2018, it is gone. And it was, looks like it was empty until, yeah, about 2020. And now it is Tono Pizzeria and Cheesecakes. And it, in June, they were still there, so. <laughs> I always like to have some cheesecake with my pizza. Cheese, Absolutely. Cheese steaks. Oh, cheese steaks. Yes. Well, that which too. makes more sense. So, um, didn't the. I remember the St. Clair broiler sign outside. Sure. And the neon little flame. Little flame. Yep. Didn't it have a green background? Yes. It, well, yeah. it was like turquoise. Turquoise. Yes. Okay. I never was good with that. <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends on how you look. But at I was it, close. I yeah. But yeah, no, I I I was probably what three four blocks south of there. Yeah, for that's about it. Several years. Mm -hmm. I, I walked by it all the time. I'd stop in every so often. Yeah. So, yeah, even I've uh, been there many times. Probably Whole Foods and, and the St. Clair Broiler were your habits, Whole your habitats. Whole Foods, I don't think, was around there at the time. Uh, it might not have been. What was the name of the really good burger place by your house, Andy? Um, God, what was the name of that place? It was really good. In St. Paul? Yeah. Well, the Nook, of course, is the one that's further. That wasn't right by your house. The Nook over there is, I, I'm assuming that's still around. St. Clair Broiler was probably the only burger place in walking, like reasonable walking distance, I would say. There was one, though, uh, there were like three or four of them in the, in the Twin Cities. It was really, really good, and I can't remember the name of it. But then the Nook, of course, um, what was again? Yeah, the Nook's up on Hamlin. That, that was... Uh, hmm. Let's see. Yeah, it's right across from uh, from Creighton Durham Hall. Remember getting like a yeah. That was that's quite a ways away from. Remember getting a cheeseburger at the St. Clair Broiler and then heading down to the Grand View to see a movie. Oh yeah, I love the Grand View. That's oh, a great yeah. theater. Yeah, I did too. I think that's where I saw Jaws. As a matter of fact, they always mm. had pretty good movies. They there. did, uh, and I just love that place. Well, look, the Edina Theater. Uh, uh, Michelle Mann and her family reopened that, and it's I love that theater too. Oh, really? Yeah, they reopened it. I did not know that. It's marvelous because a lot of good restaurants around there yeah. now. Yeah, you can't you can't miss. Yeah, it's all true. But there's no Dairy Queen near there. But there is an ice cream store. Which one is it? It's called Edina. I I, I think it's called the Edina Ice Creamery. Yeah, Creamery. I you figured go, was in the yeah. It's I remember just that. south. It's on the on the west side, just south of Fiftieth in France. When are we gonna get those those Dole ice cream things? You know what I'm talking about? They're a big hit. The state fair things. I don't. Are they at the fair? Uh, they're a big deal at the fair, apparently. Well, I would, Dole I, yeah, because whips? they're big everywhere where they are. Yeah, oh, they're Dole whips. Dole whips. Dole whips. Yeah, yep. yeah. There you go. I, I've never had one, but I, I hear they're either. fantastic. Darren says the Five Eight Club. No, uh, was it the Five Eight Club? Maybe. That is where is that? Let's look at the map here. Doesn't. Oh, that's quite a ways away. From oh, is that right by the airport? Way. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. That's good. That's a good place, though. The Five A Club out there. And I was over on the just Snelling uh, and Randolph the, area. Right, Mac Grove. <clears throat> the place he's talking about is just about two, three blocks south of the airport. 
really, really good. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, my, I've always felt like if they, if they're one of like 50 restaurants or bars, more likely bars, that brag about their their uh, juicy burgers or whatever they sure. would call them, juicy Lucy's, juicy Lucy's. Mm-hmm. I'm not going near that. No. I don't want to take a bite and then have my face inflamed by grease. Oh yeah. That could happen. It These could days, happen. I don't think I would be ordering one of those. No, well, you're right. I mean, maybe one, maybe 40 years ago for me, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I cannot imagine how much fat is in one of those. Oh, well, that's yeah. I mean, that's it. Could just call them uh, lard burgers. Yeah, or you can, lipid burgers. How about that? Lipid. Yeah, that sounds appetizing. <laughs> and plus, you can uh, run your car off of it. Yeah, that's just, right. Uh, shove it in the gas tank. I sound probably like my good dad for 50 now. miles. That's this this is my dad talking. <laughs> You are what you eat, son. <clears throat> Indeed. Son, why are you eating? Why are you eating that, that extra bite? I can tell you're full. Leave the food on the plate. Really? Huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was way ahead of his time. Really? Yeah, he wasn't one of those guys who said, you know, you're not getting dessert if you don't finish your meal because there was no dessert. There was no dessert anyway. Yeah. yeah. For us, it was always about wasting food. Yeah, yeah see, food. most of the kids I grew up with, yeah, it was about wasting food. Wasting the food. We have Joe on the phone. All right, Joe, what what's happening? Hey, Joe. What's up, Stretch? Ah, just the usual. How's life in Kentucky? Mm, the usual, hotter than hell. Yeah, well, yeah, we, believe we know it, about it was that. it was a hundred degrees two days ago here. So yeah, it's it's only ninety in my house because again my air conditioner broke down. Oh, God, that's you gotta get that fixed, man. I'm getting it fixed, but uh, you know there's a waiting list. There. Yes, there is. There's not over at Saber. I could have had them at your you know, house you're right. yesterday. But I have one of these deals where you know I'm. I oh, the protection a, plan. Yeah, or I'm whatever. on the protection plan mm-hmm. or something. What's that deal? So. The thing is that by the time they get to fix my air conditioner, I won't need it anymore. Yep. <laughs> exactly. It'll be winter. No, time. it's true, but there's going to be like highs of 75 or something yeah. in a few days. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Right now, no, it's uh, not nice. It's the fan in the window. It's 76 and partly cloudy. It's ah. beautiful. Yeah, it won't be that way at uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. No, no. not It'll be 96. I said 88 today. It's just 88. Well, hey. We're that getting means, there again. You know what? Cool. If it's 88 outside, it's only going to be 93 in my house. There you go. So, Joe, what's new in the yeah, world? Shitty weather you guys had, we're getting now. It's traveling. Yeah, south. that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm, indeed. So, in any case, what's Not the. Much. What? Huh? Huh? Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you what's up. People are destroying my childhood, Tom. Why? <laughs> or some asshole wants to. Get rid of fat bottom girls. I know you believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a joke. What's that? I don't know about this. Yeah, the Queen song, Fat Bottom Girls. It's yeah. uh, fat phobic or something at this point. Yep. Oh, I had no idea. It seemed yeah, fat philic to me. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Well, there's this company called Yoda that makes these ch- ch- child radio players decide to release their version of Queen's greatest hits. And I'm left off oh, that yeah. bottom girl. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn it, that's what made them, kind of. Now, that's what a lot of people my age like, is that song. It's, a, it's an anthem for a lot of people. And if you sit and look at it, there are three relevant artists today that are rather large and sing about being rather large and praising being rather large. 
Lizard is one of them. I mean, Lizzo is one of them. Right. Yeah. Now she's being accused of all sorts of Yeah, now things. she's persona non grata, oh, too. Oh, God. They, yeah, she's oh, not no. very nice. Well, as I, as I told Tom uh, before, we, before we were on, as we say, uh, I don't you know, you, yeah. I don't know what to say. Like, you, uh, we'd say on the air and radio, but what do we say when on it's a podcast? On the stream. On, on the on stream. The okay, no. So before we were on the stream, I was telling him I had my, my annual sort of physical, and I learned something wonderful. Which is that if I either gain four pounds or if I just am two two inches shorter, I would be in the healthy index See? of the BMI. Four pounds—that's not just well, go to White Castle twice. That's you. You think right? Four pounds? I can gain four pounds in an afternoon, right? <laughs> no, it takes me about four months. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. No, I, I probably can't go. do it anyway. But but it's good to know I'm almost normal. Which is as close as I've ever been. You know what's so great about that? He said, I'm almost normal, and no one responded. <laughs> right. Normal's only a cycle in your wash. Because they know it'll never yeah. happen. No. It's all true. Uh, normal. What is too. normal anyway? It's someone you don't know, right? I do wonder. It's like, how do they determine, like, okay, if you're X pounds, you're unhealthy. But yeah. if you're X plus one pounds, you're good to go. Yeah. It just seems very, like, there's no way they can be that precise about this is exactly the BMI where you step into yeah. healthy no. territory. It well, doesn't skinny really make people sense. are always, uh, they're, they're always just second-class second citizens anyway. Well, they're so rare. Yeah, I guess so. Because most of them are dead. That's the th- well. That's the real thing. It's the underweight BMI being bad for you is largely a result of many people who are dying become underweight in the process. So it's kind of like mixing up cause and effect. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, if you're skinny your whole life, yeah. clearly, you know, there's nothing really wrong with you. But think of how many people end up wasting in the like, you know, their 90s. Yeah. They're going to well, become underweight, that, yeah. which means underweight people are more likely to die. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm at the same weight I was at when I graduated from high school. Wow. Oh, are you really? That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, in my case, I could use a few pounds. But yeah, and then my dad... My dad, you know, when when World War II was on the on the horizon, my dad tried to enlist in the army. He didn't weigh enough. Really? And so he spent like uh, two months eating, gorging himself on bananas, so Why that he bananas? could. You know, it wasn't like, oh, good, now I don't have to go fight in the war. No, right. it was like I got to get in there. Back then, that was the attitude. It yeah, sure was. I want, yeah, well, I want it was to a, fight. It was a, you know, it was a war worth fighting too. <clears throat> It was indeed. Now, I've got to run this question by you guys. Yes. I'll make, it's a statement, but I want to, all three of you to answer if you believe this is true or not. Do you think, as early intelligence suggests, Prigozhin was assassinated? <laughs> what? Wrong. Assassinated? I we'll can't never believe that. Prigozhin, that, that, uh, remember that guy that tried to overthrow... Uh, it, your buddy in, and, in Russia? And by the way, is it Wagner or Wagner? I don't know if it's Wagner. You're right. It's I'd have to look Wagner. at the Cyrillic to tell you. Yeah, Wagner or Wagner. I don't know. I don't know because I don't I've only think, read about it. Does Russian have a wah sound? I'm trying to think. I yeah, don't, I don't know. I don't know that they do. Well, but, well, then we don't either, but we still call it Wagner sometimes. Wagner, yeah. Although when you true. see it, like you, you, you just assume it's Wagner. Yeah, there is no W sound in Russian. I didn't think so. So it's Wagner. So it's got to be Wagner. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So either way. Did you guys see the video of this airplane? 
Mm-mm. Oh, God, I it's did. flying along, and all of a sudden, it's just nosediving right into the earth, man. It was unbelievable. The only question is, is who ordered the hit? Yeah, well, do you... Guy named Putin, maybe. Well, that's what you would assume. No yeah. chance. Yeah, I, that's what you'd assume. I mean, there were other other possibilities, but yeah. Well, there were, yeah, yeah. You're but you're right. right. I yeah. only you only think of Putin, and just think, there's lots of Americans now who are on his side, and I do not get that. On yeah, why is that? Explain I don't know. that to me. I, I don't know. I have no why idea. Why do they like Putin? Uh, Putin's side? Yeah, hell yeah. Well, among them is okay. the is the star of the show last night. He's on Putin's side. Who's that? This is the, this, uh, um, I call him uh, Warma Smarmy. But oh, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Vivek. Yeah, no, he's he's all for Putin, yeah. He is? I've never heard him say that. Well, he basically said it last night. Oh, did he? In so, many, in so many words. I didn't even check out. He doesn't say I'm all for stuff. Putin, but, but, you know, it's like, you know, it's appeasement. Is what it is. Well, Tom, you wanted to know if fentanyl was getting into the street drugs. There's your proof. Brain dead. Yeah, well, there, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because that's a good point, because we know about all the people who are dying yeah. from it. But we don't know about the people whose lives are being crushed by it. That's very, yeah, There's very things true. worse than death. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that is true. Uh, politics. Yeah. So they were, they, uh, how, do, how do you think they go about about this how how would putin go about this you know bombing the airplane i mean With, and were there innocent people aboard or was it just there all were like 16 people on board 12 to 16 they think hmm. yeah and i'm looking at the video right now that jet is nose down headed straight for the earth so it i killed mean 10 people Oh, it killed 10 people. Okay. Can you imagine the pilot looking back and seeing this guy? Oh, you think man. maybe he was a little scared? I might be a little uneasy if, yeah, Prigozhin was in uh, my airplane. Just yes. Wipe them all on. off because, yeah. Yeah, well, you knew, you knew when, the, when it seemed like they had come to some sort of agreement, you knew that wasn't going to last. No. no. But I got a question for you. If you're Prigozhin, why would you ever tell anyone you were getting on an airplane? Yeah. I mean, you can get you can sneak on at the last second or whatever right. if you got to take a plane, but don't ever tell anybody you're flying. Well, but but Putin had many ways of knowing. Yeah, he did. I suppose that's true. I don't know. If what he to wants tell to you. kill you, he's going to kill you. If he, well, you're right about that. I don't know what to tell I you. Thought I was flying and hop on a train. <laughs> Not a bad call. Getting on a train. Yeah, I might even rent a car, and I don't. I can't even drive. I might do it anyway. Safer than being in an airplane with missiles locked onto you. Also safer than being in an Uber with a driver who's looking at his phone for 20 oh, minutes God, yeah. and not looking at the highway. Mm-hmm. When you take a curve at 55 yeah. and the and you look at the driver and he he's looking at his cell phone, it doesn't just seem right, you know? I would have to agree with you. I, I don't understand how people do that. Look at their cell phone while they're driving. What the hell are you thinking? Well, especially when you're the customer. And you're the customer, exactly. Yeah. I'd uh, have to say do? this, though. It was better than the zither music. Oh, God, I hated that. Yeah. That was terrible. Oh, zither and I just don't see eye to eye. You know, I know that rhymes, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you should zither. write a zither song using those lyrics. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I guess it's just a cultural thing. You grow up with it, it's different. 
I was just sent this by a couple of listeners. Ramaswamy grabs spotlight at first GOP primary debate. So well, yeah, he was the star of the so show. He, oh, he was the star of the show? Because, I didn't watch it, so yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what his appeal is because... Well, he's the youngest person to seriously run for president in a very long time. So that alone probably gives him a leg up for a lot of people. Yeah, it could. Yeah, a lot of people be. are just very sick of people in or nearing their 80s becoming president. Yeah, I think most of the people in, in, on the stage yesterday were, I bet typically they were in their 60s, right? 50s the average age of a senator, I think, is like 62, 63. Yeah, I think oh, that's yeah. about right. Yeah. So, yeah, most politicians nope, in America one. are very, very old at this point, and yeah. people are starting to wonder, well, they're starting to wonder if people who are in their you know late 70s mm-hmm. really have a um, incentive to care about the future of the country. Because uh, they're not going to be around. Uh, yeah, very they're much not going to be around. But if they're decent human beings, they're worried about their kids and their grandchildren. What's yeah, a decent they, human being? What is that? That's the it's thing. someone who doesn't run for office. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, <laughs> there you if we go. had a decent human being scope, that would be great. But yeah. unfortunately, we don't. Now, a question for all the listeners and you guys: If you were Donald Trump today, would you walk into the Atlanta jail playing Jailhouse Rock on your phone? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? Just no jail themed jail themed playlist. Yeah, the jail themed playlist. Well, exactly. When you look I at it, know. I mean, he can't lose, right? How often was his jailbreak? He's going to have another, another, uh, another news cycle all to himself. Yep. But I've I have heard from a couple of people who are very very smart people. They think he's actually going to end up in jail. Well, yeah, I think there's a good chance. Yeah. That he'll end up in prison. He might wind up in jail before he's sentenced to jail. He might, yes. If he keeps at it. Yeah, they think he's probably going to get some prison time out of this deal. But you know what's yeah. interesting to me about this? When was the last time that somebody didn't claim an election was rigged? They've been doing it since I, since JFK that I can yeah. remember. It's generally, however, they did concede the next day. <laughs> yeah, they didn't hang on to it forever. Well, forever. No, Hillary hung on to it forever. 24 hours. She's still doing Actually, it. Actually, it was about 12 hours. Oh, she conceded the next morning. Day. Why she conceded, but she still says it was rigged. Well, yeah. That, I mean, that's okay. It's okay to say it's rigged. You just can't stay in office. You just can't claim that you're still yeah. the president or vice president or governor or whatever. Or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a little different. But, yeah, I mean, he, he the thing about it is it's not only that he could wind up in prison. He could wind up being elected president while he's in while prison. While he's in prison. Or he could, <laughs> yeah, I mean— yeah, that's that would be interesting. I gotta be honest with you, I don't know who the hell I'm gonna vote for. I have no idea who I'm gonna vote for. I don't really have anybody. I'm looking at the list of some people and all the rest of it and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what whatever you got. I always encourage people not to vote. And you know why? Because what? that makes my vote more important. Well, there you go. See? I mean obviously it's supply and demand. It's a very small percentage, but hey, anything that works in my favor. I'm like a candidate. If it works in my favor, I'm for it. No, there. Well, that that is a candidate thing to do. Sure. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. 
Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. So there's nobody coming up. There's nobody. No. Like I said, I didn't watch a debate last night, and the, the Democrats are not going to have a debate, so I don't know what, you know, yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I'm going to figure it out. Well, there could be something that it would occur, you know, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe six months from now. That would change everything. Yeah, we still have another year and three months, so. We do. I mean, it could very well wind up that neither of them run. That's a possibility. You're right about that. And so so who would another Democrat be that would run for president if he did indeed step aside? Well, Dean Phillips. Dean Phillips could run for president. He That's already very, very is thinking true. about it. He is. And you know what? He's a, he's a very moderate Democrat. He's about as de- moderate as they come. No, I think that's true. So, you know, that's that wouldn't be bad. I'd mm-hmm. like to see that. That would be interesting. He's only 54. Just, <clears throat> yeah. a, just I mean, a young buck. I mean, I wouldn't mind a, a leftist, a far leftist one either, but a, a moderate one would be fine with me. Yeah, see, I mean, Dean's been on this show. He's been on the family podcast. Yeah. What'd you think? <clears throat> he was very, very pleasant. Gave me a hug when he left, you know. Oh, well, that is, that's it for me then. <laughs> no, He's thank you. tainted. Yelvan's not dealing with that hugging crap. Well, who else went to a Saints game and then saw the massaging nun coming toward him and said, don't touch me, sister. <laughs> that would be you. That would be me. <laughs> there is a the shock. The massaging nun? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, every game. Yeah. Hmm. Every game. She was a sweet, them. like ninety-year-old woman, and I. She's got a smile on her face. She's walking toward me. I panic. That's how so it happened. Dean happens. Phillips. Maybe I should call Dean Phillips and have him on the show again and say, "Why don't you run for president?" No, well, apparently he recently suggested that he is not going to. He won't well, challenge Biden. Yeah, there was kind of a blowback on that one. Oh, there was when yes. he when he floated it. There was. And what he said was, "Well, you know, I've got a lot of backers who want me to run." Which is basically a begging for money kind of thing. Oh, he, he's got a lot of money himself. <laughs> well, yes, but he doesn't have enough to run for president. Oh, he's a billionaire. Yeah, it's not enough. <laughs> you might be right about that. Never a enough. billion is not enough to run for president. Never oh, hell no. Isn't that sad? Yeah. I mean, how sad is that? Well, that... there are people now who are spending millions to run for suburban city councils. God, isn't that just why are we putting up with this? Well, it's too late now, isn't Everybody's it? Everybody's buying their way into everything now, I know, aren't they? I know. Citizens versus United. Oh, it's, I thought it was Citizens United. Uh, whatever it's called. And I, what is that? I don't even know what that is. It's well, that was Court the case. Supreme Court decision that said, go out, get as much money as, can, as you can. Oh, that's right. Spend yeah, as right. much as you can. You yep. can give... You can give trillions of dollars if you want to. Unlimited spending for super PACs. That yep. was the one. It's all about super PACs. Super, and super PACs have quickly destroyed a lot of this country. Mm, so uh, no filthy. question. Everything's so filthy now. Why do we put up with it? That's uh, just the... No, it's the Supreme Court. They said... Craven greed is what it is. It's all greed, isn't it? Yeah. And it's there's all nothing about to stop money. it. There are no guardrails. There are no... You're, no, you're right. There's nothing to stop it. It's never going to end. And it's just... No. Uh, it's just sad. And the amount of money that politicians can raise 
is just infinite. Oh, it is. You know, you're right about that. Especially if they're running for president and have a shot at winning. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's no, there's no limit. So do these guys then come around and have lunch at the White House and then they get their payback? I gave you $5 million. Now you got to give me something. Hey, all they have to do is call. That's all mm-hmm. they have to do is call. They don't even have to show up. And believe me, they will take, the president will take their call. Yeah, oh yeah. No, it's true. As long as there's that much money involved, you're right. Yeah. That's, that's horrible that the United States has gotten to that point where everything's, I suppose maybe it's always been about money. I guess. Well, I don't know. yeah, there were just limits, that's all. I suppose. There were limits at one time. Are the Kennedys the one that broke that rule? There were no limits after the Kennedys? No, I mean, again, it goes back to Citizens United when, when the, yeah. the floodgates opened and there was no looking back. I guess not. Uh, the, the whole thing just makes me very, very sad. But is there, is there a country left in the world that's run by honest people? I don't think so. Certainly not in the Western Hemisphere, all of South America, Mexico. Well, I, you know, I probably couldn't get in, but I would say the Scandinavian countries. You think so? I think so. Yeah, but they're the ones that gave the idea to the world to tax the piss out of everybody. No, well, mostly the rich. The Scandinavians have a whole lot of oil money. That's their yeah. secret. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots of oil money. Mm-hmm. But they do tax every. Well, Minnesota is now going to be the highest tax state in America. Mm-hmm. And that's because of Scandinavians, mostly. That is true. I mean, it is. They just love their high taxes. You man. know, there's, the thing is that there's about 20 states where politicians claim they're the most rich, the most taxed state in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and they can't all be right. Well, we're at. We're going to be at 14%. I don't think anybody else is at 14%. Well, is that a done deal? I guess so. That's what I've been told. I I got to be honest with you, Mike. I don't pay anywhere near as close attention as I used to. Yeah. Because I just don't want to hear this crap anymore. So that would be be like for the highest bracket, right? Yeah. So how much would you have to earn a year? Because because the other thing, of course, is that people who are very rich don't earn that much money every year. No, they don't. They don't have income. No, they don't. And they don't pay taxes. That's why the whole the whole concept is just fallacious. Well, the whole concept was started basically it was with the tax started in 1912. Is that right? The income uh, tax, something like that, I guess. Somewhere in that area, I wouldn't remember. And the very very wealthy families in America figured out a scam right out oh, of right the shoot. Yeah, that didn't take long. Right out of the shoot, they you know what they did, Andy? What? They uh, donated artwork to the museums. Artwork they bought for very little money, but then had it appraised for millions of dollars. Oh, yep. yeah. mm-hmm. And they donated it to the museum, and they wrote off the entire 2 $3 million all the way back then. Well, once you have a certain amount of money, it becomes more worth your time to figure out how to not get taxed yes. than it is to well, make sure. more money. Yeah, that, well, I wonder if, uh, if that would work for my art, artwork, like uh, you know the the. the Puppy playing poker, for example. Oh, dogs playing poker. What do you absolutely. Think? Just five a million, lone puppy million? playing poker by itself. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's poignant. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes a statement. Yeah. Where have the dogs gone? <laughs> makes the viewer think. Where have all the puppies gone? What happened to this whole deal? Now, somebody told me that uh, Tom Steyer rented his house to Joe Biden. Who is Tom Steyer? He's a very wealthy guy. He ran for president. He ran for actually. president for he like did. a month or for something. For about a month, yeah. Yeah. But he, uh, 
he rented his house to Joe Biden, mm-hmm. but there's a problem there because he didn't have the right to rent his house to anybody. Oh, why not? Because you apparently in that area uh, in in Maui, or no, this was in Lake Tahoe. This is in Nevada. This is in Lake Tahoe. You're absolutely right. It was mm-hmm. Lake Tahoe. You have to have a license to rent your home. In that area. Well, I think that's the case uh, in most places. I would think so, yes. Yeah. It depends on if you have an HOA or not, I think. Oh, really? You think it might be an HOA thing? I would assume so. I don't think cities can really tell you if you can't, can yeah, or cannot maybe rent. You're right. can they? No, I don't there know. are definitely laws. Um, are they? In a lot of places, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would think. I, it's, I just, a, it's pretty standard, I think. Uh, here we go. The local government in Douglas County requires vacation homes to be permitted. So not your home, but a vacation home mm-hmm. has to be permitted for uh, rental. Well, if you're going to rent out any part of your property, you got to go through some hoops anyway. This, this is oh, true. I would imagine, yeah. I'd imagine that's probably true. So do you think we're going to ever have answers to all this? Or do you think the, the world's, world's politics will just keep getting worse and worse? No, I think the county government found a uh, perfect uh, solution for this. He'll definitely never do it again. He may be subject to a civil penalty of up to $20,000. Oh, no. That poor multi-billionaire. <laughs> How's he going to do it? $1.5 billion net worth currently. Oh, he's only worth $1.5 I thought he was worth a lot more than that. Only worth... It's nothing these days. Well, these days it's nothing. Let's see, $20,000, that is 0.001% of his net worth. <laughs> yeah, that, that wouldn't so be much. I, I think he'll... He'll think twice about doing that again. Yeah, boy. I think when we're talking about these these cosmic issues, uh, about you know about just just the things that are really important, like restoring democracy, taking away the greed, we're all just Sisyphus. This is true. We're just pushing that, pushing big, that big old rock, big old up, rock up the hill, baby. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I I don't think there's any answer to any of this stuff. Uh, to tell you the truth, I think somewhere along the line. Everybody had the same ideas, and they said, what we're going to do, though, is we'll split into two separate entities so people think we're serious about this. I think it's all bullshit. I think they're all buddies, and they all hang out together, and they badmouth each other on camera, and then they go do whatever they do. Pro wrestling? Yeah, it's all-star wrestling. Sounds like it. It does, doesn't it? It's all-star wrestling now, isn't it? But I I think that this this, this, this crowd, craven need for more and more money i know i don't think it existed once upon a time but that was before civilization well the rockefellers did a pretty damn good job of it mm-hmm. i'll tell you that i mean basically well, I believe the uh east india trading company before them that's yeah. right exactly and, mm-hmm. and you know what these these dudes who wrote the constitution they hated the concept of corporations which yeah. the east yeah, india right. trading company was was one of those. They controlled the world back then. They were the original corporation. And what was that all about? It was just they owned all the ships, traded all the spices. So if you didn't like their prices, no supplies for you. Mm -hmm. And They they controlled basically all of the trading in the world for a very long time. Well, it was called that. I think it was based out of England. It was called that because it was originally for going to East India to get spices to bring back to England. They made obscene amounts of money doing that, and then they just spread throughout the entire world. That's that's one reason why in the Constitution, there's nothing about corporate rights. No. That's true. There's nothing about that. No. Should there be now? Uh, I would think not. No. I don't (laughs) know. They have all the rights they need. 
Well, they do. If they clearly. don't have to pay taxes, what else is there? I just It just upsets me so much that, that, that money is all that drives about 99% of people. There might be 1% of us that aren't driven totally by money anymore. Well, That's sad. All I know is all I know is that <clears throat> you know I have my own clothing line. You know that. I didn't know you had your own clothing line. I call it casual hopeless hopelessness. Well, I used to call it homelessness. Now I just say hopelessness. Okay, good. I, I look most of the clothing I wear I got free at the radio station. You did really? That's like not that true. shirt? No, that shirt. This is part of the this is part of the 2002 Morona collection. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Available nice only shirt. at Target. I don't know how you get clothes to last that long. Uh, I don't know, a little guy and... and uh, he doesn't feed kids with it. Well, one well of, that's part of it, <laughs> yeah, yes. But, well, exactly. one of the keys is to always wash them on gentle. Mm, I do not do that. You don't need that that huge thing churning. No. Mm-mm. It beats the piss that's out of your clothing. Enough, and you use less detergent. And less water. Less water. It's, uh, I don't know... Yeah, I've had uh, this thing. Is, it's fading a little bit, but then so am I. And it looks pretty good, I would no, say. No, it doesn't look like it's fading at all. It I looks know, great. It is amazing how well this has held up. It's very festive as well. Target, yeah. See? I don't think, uh, I, I mean, can... everyone will say this, but I don't think the stuff there is as good as it used to be. You know? Well, that's the other yeah. thing is I didn't buy any of my clothes 20 years ago. So they say everything is kind of just yeah. worse now. And everything I wore, like even when I was in college, still fits me. Nice that clothes, helps. yeah. So, but I'm not wearing much that I got in college. I did have to buy a suit when I went to work for the Wall Street Journal. I never owned a suit. I remember that. You, t- you talked about that before. Yeah, and the, the suit is still hanging up in the closet. It looks good. No, did you, did you live in New York at that time? No, I was, I was in Chicago. I was in the Chicago <clears throat> in the Bureau. the Chicago yeah. Bureau. Yeah. Okay, that's right. And it was very formal. I mean... If you went to work and you didn't have at least a sport coat on, the, the managing editor would send you home. Really? Oh, yeah. It'll be none of that? None of that. It's very Japanese. Mm, that's true. Mm. It is Every salary man in Japan wears a suit all the time, no yeah. matter what their job is. They're sitting at a computer where no one can see them, and they're still wearing a suit. And, and the great thing was, at the Wall Street Journal, you, you probably think of this office as being, you know, like... 20, 20 story splendor, right? Mm-hmm. It was a, like a ramshackle building that, that was like right <laughs> over the uh, the highway, the Eden Express. And uh-huh. the air conditioning hadn't worked for years. In the summer, you had to open the windows, but then mostly what you got was exhaust fumes from the highway. Oh, God. This is the Wall Street Journal. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Where was it located in Chicago? Uh, it was on, uh, uh, well, it was in the, like in the uh, the ghetto part of the loop. Oh, the ghetto part? You know where the Star Hotel is? Yeah. That's, yep. the, that's the place where uh, Richard Speck sent, spent his last night of freedom. There you go. It's a, it's a vagrant hotel. Well, we were like two blocks away from that. Really? Yeah. Hanging right over the Eden Express. And why did they pick that spot? Because of the, the cheap, lower cost? Cheap rent, yeah. It was cheap rent. Or cheap building, probably. They probably owned the building, yeah. Yeah, I'm they sure probably they did, did own the building. But, uh, yeah, no, it was eventually they moved to the Sears Tower. Oh, that's not all bad. But that was like right after I left, yeah. Well, what is that called now? Because it's not the Sears Tower anymore. Oh, isn't it? I didn't even I don't know think that. So. No, I think they changed the name. They did, yeah. All I, know is, all I know is Willis I did not. Tower. Yeah, well, that's true. There's no Sears anymore. No, it's the Willis Tower. The Willis Tower. Is Sears completely gone? No, wiped they out? exist in some form. Oh, do yeah, they? Yeah. Uh, but they're not. I don't know if they really 
exist as stores anymore, do they? Oh, no, they, I think, technically do. Do they? They have some still left? There are 11 stores remaining. 11 in the world? Uh, it seems that way. Christ, it used to be 11 in Minnesota. Oh, 10 in they? the mainland U.S. and one in Puerto Rico. Hmm. Really? I spent a lot of time at the Sears store when I was a kid. Oh, God, yes. You wanted something, you went to Sears. Never understood why they didn't go with, with carts, though. Yeah, yeah. But it you, was what you walked store in, store the first thing that happened when you walked in was you smelled the popcorn. Yeah, you did. That's true. Yeah. Here we go. Sears locations. Uh, nothing in Minnesota. Same with Dayton's. Oh, Dayton's, yeah. Oh, I love Dayton's. California's got some. Florida, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Puerto Rico, Texas, and Washington. Sears. The Sears Tower, baby. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I did not want to move into the Sears Tower. It wasn't why I left the journal, but... I knew we were moving into the Sears Tower, mm-hmm. and I thought, like, they're going to be, like, you know, like 40 stories up. Right. And I had the theory that someday an airplane was going to just mm. crash right Really? Into it. Where'd you come up with that idea? Well, it was long before 9 <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. But, um, well, and the other thing was, it wasn't that far from the Midway Airport. So, you know, where mm. the Midway Airport. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so it wouldn't have been tough for a plane to just, you know, a little off course. Maybe that's what happened to uh, Anton Pregabalin or whatever his name was. Pregosian? Yes, him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he ran, ran into a Sears. Yes, Sears 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 they Sears actually Tower. have a chain called Sears Hometown now, and there are actually many of them. Never heard of it. Minnesota's got six of them. Where? Where? Sears Hometown. Uh, Baxter, Fergus Falls, Hutchinson, Litchfield, Little Falls, and Marshall. Uh, so they're staying away from the... Uh, staying away from the cities. Staying away from the cities, yes. The cities, which is where they made their money at one they time. They did. Well, yeah. but now the uh, rent is probably $50,000 a day for a one-square-foot parcel of land in the yeah. cities. Could so. be. Well, they were ahead of their time with the catalog. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, God, it was just yeah. like but, ordering online. Catalog. But, but they took that idea from someone else. Oh, I'm sure they did, yeah. Jerry they, Catalog. There's a guy who invented that, and you'll know his name when I say it. But Sears was the second store that went with the catalog. Montgomery Ward? You got it. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. Montgomery Ward that invented the catalog. And, yeah. by the way, how to store merchandise for quick shipping. That was Montgomery along ah. Chicago, the, along the Chicago River. Mm-hmm. He owned all of those warehouses down along the Chicago River, and he would store the stuff. And literally, it was so big that the people packing the shipments mm-hmm. wore roller skates. Oh yeah, this that's just, a true story. Well, it's just like it's just like a like an Amazon warehouse now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got to be running. You got to be. You know, who, now tell me this. Uh, this is just my take on it but who do you think loved the sears catalog more than any other demographic group uh, i have a feeling i know where you're boys. going with boys this. yep yeah 12 year old boys 12 year old boys okay yep. they like those bra pages i uh, you know it's it's uh it's all they had in those days it's all we had in those days no, i guess i should true. say i don't remember ever really coveting the sears catalog. no i didn't either i didn't either my brother just got home from the marine corps and he brought the first playboy i ever saw with him oh yeah I had never seen a Playboy magazine before, but when he got back from the Marine Corps, he had one, and I was like, sure. what the hell is this? I still remember the name of some of the centerfolds. Do you really? I really do, yeah. Not many. It's very formative, I guess. Uh, abs- well, my my uncle collected every, he had every copy of every Playboy magazine. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Uh. So I remember my uncle at the time was living with my grandmother, 
and uh, and I went into the basement and I found I found the closet where he kept them all. So I would just go down to the basement, you know, while everybody else was doing whatever they were doing, and look through the Playboy magazines. Right. I mean, who wouldn't, right? Sure. So I remember my mother came. This will give you a little insight into the atmosphere in which I grew up. So uh, my mother came down to tell me it was time to go, and she saw me uh, reading the Playboy magazine. Didn't say anything, you know. And when we got home, my mother said, well, you know, the reason that he has all those magazines is that he is a sex fiend. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's going to close it out. That's going to do it. Oh, well, by the way, I knew she was wrong. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> 